show you, I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel. Chrome on the feet, chrome pipes, chrome grill. Swing cock the wheel, hope my drink don't spill. Damn. I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel. Two fingers spinning corners, the block stand still. Cops on my heels, but I'm beating down still. Chrome on my lap for these jackets out to kill. Feet size to kill. What up, though? Episode 169 of the iHeartMiko podcast. I am Miko Grimes. To my left today is RJ. Yo, what yo, up? yo, yo. Roos Diggity on Instagram. And via satellite, we have Hustle, a.k.a. Cuz I Hustle on the gram. That was Staley with uh, Swangin' featuring Scarface. We intro that for just for Hustle. You know what I'm saying? You, you, from, you represent the South today, right? And you did. We in the building. We in the south, south is in the building. DJ Screw. DJ Screw. Uh huh. RJ, you representing for the West Coast. West Side where the sun sets. <laughs> where the sun sets. See, they can't. They can't stick with that. They oh my God, we have such a fun episode for you guys today uh, because so much is happening in free agency and the big three is popping. We have so many things to talk about, but I want to educate my listeners a little bit on these two. I've had both of you guys on my podcast in the past, and I don't think you guys know this, but you're kind of like the same nigga. Y'all the same nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm low, sensing it. I'm too. sensing it, but <laughs> just different. I'm, all, I'm almost offended. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. The, the, like the cloth I'm cut from, you got to look for it. You hear me? It's some, this some shit you can't even. I'm not even knocking with RJ from, but this cloth is like some. Oof. Both of y'all, both of you guys, first of all, respectfully have played some basketball, not at a pro level, not at a super elite level, but you've both have a basketball background you have a good semi-pro okay so oh, i'm my definitely bad. going overseas with mine but you what know. you going yeah RJ, going you are overseas. 40 years old dog <laughs> i'm talking history oh you went overseas yeah, play. oh I'm i not, didn't know that nah, i'm about nah, to I'm, say i thought you were still hanging I on semi. i thought semi. you was hanging on to some hopes nah, nigga. Nah. i was about to say let's kill nah, those I dreams it. i don't love it i do not but love it. both of you guys play ball you both um are associated and affiliated with a lot of NBA current and veterans uh, of the league. So you're, you're around a lot of guys. You talk sports all day long. I've had both of you guys on my podcast. Hustle, I've had you on way more times. And my listeners like and hate both of you guys. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of people that love you guys. There's a bunch of people that hate y'all. That say y'all are both crazy as hell. Great. Which is always important, you know, in sports, you know, banter and everything. But what they don't know is I'm well, they, they know I'm I'm doing a show for the big three. But I had a, to choose between you guys to have on my show. Mm. So <laughs> mm. you want me to tell, say what happened or we just going to leave it and just speak on it. Speak the truth. So R- RJ, you were prepared. Me not being prepared has nothing to do with whether he has ability to talk and express this game. So, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm going to take it, I'm going to take it on the chin. Okay. I was, I wasn't prepared, but I don't, that's like, that's like Toronto winning with somebody injured on the team. Oh, It's like, I don't, I don't look at wins like it's a win when the, when, when, when the other opponent ain't healthy. Oh. Are we sensing the are we sensing accountability issues? <laughs> no, nah, not not nothing like no, that. I like to call it spe- I'm an athlete. Okay, so, See so from the West Side. We being square. When did I find out about this audition opportunity? You I found, found out, out on, you okay. found out on Monday. You found out the day of, which was a Friday. 
RJ, you had five okay. days to prepare. Right. And also I, and, had and about I didn't six prepare. Hours. And I didn't prepare. So that doesn't okay. make that's what I'm saying. If you injured, play somebody when they healthy. No. That's all you I'm saying. Another, and then you're gonna know who got skills. The injury, RJ, we call it a reflection on you. Oh. Okay. That's an opinion. But when you're an athlete and you come from playing <laughs> ball, you now stick you to the option. script. No, 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 no. We're gonna just stick to the script. When you play ball. And you say you could play ball? You don't want to play nobody injured. You looking for the best so that you can prove the truth through the through the through the skill set. We don't need no injuries out there. You won't be able to tell who good. So I'm just going down the oh. list. We got accountability. We got excuses. We got no, no, no excuse when you say I ain't come prepared. Hold on. Let, 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 let's be frank. Let's be frank here. I just no, said I injury. wasn't prepared. There's no excuse and I wasn't prepared. All right. I got to be uh, Molly uh -huh. Quarum right okay. now. Okay. I, I, gotta I be, like it. What's the other little white girl name on uh, Undisputed? I don't fucking know. Uh, but I'm going to be the mediator and cut you both <laughs> the fuck off mm -hmm. and say, we just going to get into it. You Let's know, we're going to talk it. free agency. We're going to just, we're going to let this flow. We're going to talk free agency, all NBA stuff and big three. That's how we're going to finish this whole hour off. We're going to get this shit off and we're just going to let the tapes we, we, we just going to go with the tapes. We're not using stats. We're not using numbers. None of that. We're going to let the tapes reflect which one of y'all got the better basketball IQ. Let and, it roll. And, and, and if you're not prepared today, then you just, you just. And you just never going to be prepared. Right. So let's hop right into a free agency started Sunday. The biggest move that took place, obviously, was KD and Kyrie. There was there was five there was five Ks out there. There was KD, there was Kawhi, there was Kyrie, there was Kimba and Clay. Five Ks mm -hmm. out there, and everybody was wondering where these Ks were going. Two of the Ks linked up, so we got Kyrie and KD in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. um, I, I saw this as the best situation for them early on, simply because the Knicks are just fucked up from the from the the, the root. From the core, Dolan as the owner has just pretty much fucked up everything that is Knicks related. And this is all karma. And it, and it goes back to me all the way to them just not giving Patrick Ewing a job. I just feel like that started like they were already shit in the bed. They haven't made the playoffs in so long and then not respecting probably their best center in the history of their of their uh, organization and not giving him a coaching job. He's out here thirsty, begging for NBA jobs like he was a bum or something, and his own organization wouldn't fuck with him. And then of all the contracts that they've given out, fucked up contracts that Knicks have given out, they have the audacity to not offer KD a max. So what does he do? He decides to go to Brooklyn, the team that did make the playoffs last year, the team that is better, the best team in New York, and now him and Kyrie have linked up with DeAndre Jordan. RJ, you ready for this discussion? Oh, I'm loving this discussion. So what do you think of Brooklyn's <clears throat> opportunities now to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and possibly a championship now that they've added KD, who probably won't play till March, you know, possibly if he's lucky. And, you know, and, and but they still have Kyrie and, and DeAndre Jordan. What do you think of their chances? Brooklyn expectations. One, KD ain't coming back for a year, so ain't nothing to really talk about this year. Secondly, we haven't seen KD or Kyrie play together. So to analyze and break it down like, oh, they're going to be killer. They're going to be doing this and that. I'm not putting no, I'm not putting this team on a pedestal until they add another piece. For one, you got DeAndre uh, Jordan, who rebounds. Uh, not a score. Mm -hmm. You got KD, who's a scorer. And, a, and a, uh, just a score. You got Kyrie, who's a scorer and assist man. They don't have enough 
to 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 discuss whether they're gonna go championship or not. They will definitely go to the to the to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. East East, I because I, I'm, I'm I'm born on the West. East has always been considered weak mm. compared to the West. Yeah. When when you, when you look at the fight and you look at the records, you can see what. East play each other four times. West play each other four times. When you're looking at the East Conference, the East Conference has no fight when it comes to getting to the playoffs. When you look at the West, you got Houston. You got to get by. You got to get past San Antonio one 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 round. You got you got OKC. You got you got. Well, let's stick to the East. Let's st- let's, oh, well, yeah, stay let's stick in to the East. East. So, with, with, no, go ahead. Let, yeah, let, let's stay in the East Coast right now. We're just sticking with it. I feel like they made the best decision to go to Brooklyn. That was the awesome. That was the best thing they could have done. <clears throat> Kevin Durant, Kyrie could have done because they get the better franchise. They get the better coach. They get the better everything they get in Brooklyn is better. The only thing I don't like is them adding Darren, uh, DeAndre Jordan because I like Jared Allen. I like Jared Allen's trajectory. I I feel like he's going to be a, da- a damn good center. So with with us, with them having him, I really don't see the point of signing DeAndre Jordan. But the depth with 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 Levert and Den Dinwiddie and and Kyrie and and that system and the way that that coach plays, oh, they got also, a chance. To do you also agree that this is a throwaway year? Like this is not the year because KD's not going to be healthy until March, April, arguably. Even if he even plays, like why mm-hmm. he might not even want to play because most athletes. I, I, let me say this: there's only been two athletes that I've ever seen, like pr- premier athletes, meaning like top tier top in your field that has actually returned to form or better. One of them is my baby daddy. Uh, shout out baby daddy for not being here. <laughs> shout out. Fuck it. Pop both of y'all. The, <laughs> the other one is um, Dominique Wilkins. And do we think that KD will even return to form of what he was? Are we certain yeah. at 32 going into 33 that this injury won't cause him to be Kobe, like a shell of himself once he's returned from it. Are we all confident that everything is going to be okay? Possibility. I, I am. I mean, it's 2019 technology and everything's different now. Kobe was already old, older and had multiple surgeries, shoulder, wrist, hand. Like he just, he got war wounds. Those are upper body though. Lower body I'm injuries saying- are completely different. No, I'm not speaking on the law, but I just say just the fact of constant surgeries and injuries over time. Mm-hmm. This KD's first was second major injury, even though it's to his foot again. I feel like the way he plays the game with, with jumpers and height and length, that's not going to affect him too much like it would affect somebody, a smaller guy or somebody. Who I, mean, I, I look at, I take Rudy Gay, for example. He just got, he just got, what, nine million a year? And, and he's in his late 30s. He had a, he had the same injury. Okay. So what are we thinking that this did for Brooklyn's opportunities? They went to the playoffs last year, lost in the first round. That's still a step forward in the right direction. Do we think they make the playoffs again, get to the second round with this lineup without KD? They definitely going to make the playoffs. Kyrie could carry a team to the playoffs on the East. Easy. I just don't see him going any further. First round, second round, pop. Hustle. I, I don't know if Kyrie can carry a team to the playoffs. On the East? Brooklyn has... It don't matter east or west. Brooklyn has a Brooklyn has a great system, a great coach, and, and structure in place to where, in the in the type of system that he plays in, the type of system that coach has conducive for Kyrie Irving. It fits his 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 style of play. 
Boston style play didn't fit Kyrie's game. So this going to be might be a different outcome in, in Brooklyn with the, with the offense fit his style of play. Do you guys think that Kyrie, he's a new man now because, you know, we saw the apology. He had an epiphany in in Boston. He realized, you know what, going to another team and trying to be the guy and making people follow your lead is tough, right? He didn't want to continue to be in LeBron's shadow, per se. And so do we think there will be any rift with Katie, who is, you know, clearly a social media weirdo who will make fake Twitter pages to um, argue with people. Now I'm hearing Kyrie went on a radio station and faked like he was a fan and called in (laughs) and was saying that he, you know, he was faking and and was saying that Boston never received him and accepted him. And the fan base will never get a, 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 a caliber of player of his status ever again, because they don't know how to handle a player like him. These two te- two guys teaming up, do we see any rift? Do we see any, you're taking too many shots? No, it's my team. Do we see any of that in their future? I'm being I don't honest. see any rift. No, yeah. I don't think, I don't, with them being best friends, and KD deal with, KD deal with Westbrook. Kyrie's bad, but he ain't Westbrook bad. So I feel like if he That's did with true. Westbrook for a few years in the playoffs and the finals, he did with that, he can deal with a Kyrie Irving. Now, Celtics, where Kyrie left, it was clear he was not going back there. He wouldn't even take a meeting with them. Um, they end up signing Kimball Walker, one of the other K's. Um, not a fair swap out, if you ask me. However, as far as chemistry and like locker room chemistry, I feel like it might have been a win for Boston. And then they just got somebody. You know what I mean? Like, Kimba is not in his prime. Wow. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. What's up? I agree. Dis- it's a feeling. You're being disrespectful. Go ahead. Talk to me. Why am I being disrespectful? Nah, you, yeah, Kyrie's promoted by Nike. All those Nike guys, they're going to get promoted. They're going to get pushed to the front regardless. That comes with the game. Mm-hmm. He's the number one pick. He's this. But if you compare their games and everything, Kyrie does some things better and Kimba does some things better. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's a better shooter. Probably Kimba's better off the bounce. Mm-hmm. Like as far as creating a shot off the bounce. But they both have good things they bring to the game. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be, we, we ain't seen Kimba, Kimba play with a LeBron. Right. We ain't never seen Kimba play with yeah. um, a, a, a staff, a, a core like Boston. All we've seen is Kimba and Charlotte. So it's going to be a very different dynamic to see him playing with some real talent, real coaching, where his 25 means something. Mm. It's, it's going to be different. I, I beg to differ. I really feel like it's a feeling. I don't feel like he's going to go over there to Celtics and it's going to change or it's even going to stay the same. I don't feel like Kimba gives out the same production as, as Kyrie. On the, on the team not, level? It's not all about production. It's about chemistry. You, you said you play basketball. If you play basketball production. before, you would know that camaraderie and, and all that, that's number one in the locker room. That's why everybody said Golden State was going to lose this year. That's why everybody Facts. said Lakers going to But that's not why they Facts. lost. But that's not why Golden State lost. That they is. lost based on injury. Uh, that, no, th- those things all uh, trickle down. No, we, we can say what. That's opinion. But we're going to go with the facts. Facts is there was injuries in this in this game involved, and that wouldn't have had nothing to do with it had Clay stayed so, in the game. So can we we can do that from year to year and and, and, and talk about injuries is, is the reason why certain teams we can. win. But but we can't we we, No, so no, no. We can yeah, we can. The game. See, that's the difference on that west side. South side, we call yeah. it for what it is. We don't sit here and, and, and make excuses for the winner when they get over on, on an injured squad. We we know we'll say you won. We're gonna give him the win and say it's an asterisk. We're can not gonna sit here in front. 
those comments are are every comment that you just made was it's a what? breakdown of an excuse as why instead excuse. of just acknowledging the winner. So that's what just, part of the injury say excuse? Explain injury and excuse in the same. Explain cause, it because we had we had a basketball game. It was what fifteen minute quarters with it. No, we explain the injury. And we had a whole basketball part. game, so I don't want to sit and talk about an injury. That's like talking about a missed foul call, or like talking about a no. It a ain't. Free, oh man, one call all those, all and a don't play all game. game. Oh no, nah, listen, is it, man. Is it is the injury not part of the game? Injury is part of the game, and telling somebody that they won because of an injury is part of the game too. If you knew how to play, hello, that's part of an excuse, and we can live with it. I know <laughs> we gonna live with it because real real basketball players accept. All angles. See, that's the difference. We accept all. We don't sit here and and and, and lean on somebody hurt and say, "Oh, I'm the champ." But he you was got it. You got to play with what's out there. And then that's what. We, and, like and I you said, lost. credit. You won. Credit is you won. And- Toronto, you won with an asterisk. <laughs> we don't. ESPN will always talk about that. They will always yeah, bring that up. So why why yeah. are we acting like that's not I don't part care. of the conversation? I don't respect what ESPN has to say a lot of times. I mean, but yeah, we have to watch it. They, I don't they, have they, to. They, I they actually to. don't. I actually don't watch it unless I really. I watch my nigga Shannon on Fox, but I don't really watch ESPN that much. I don't really respect anybody over there, to be honest with you. Uh, just saying. That's just my opinion, though. Oh, well, what we grow up on. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to figure uh, out what you, we grew up grow, on. You, you learn. You watch things. Like, for example, I used to eat dairy grow. my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Then I grew up and realized, you know what? That's killing a lot of people. I'm off that. And ESPN will brainwash you. They will have you thinking <sighs> that their shit is Bible. And it's not. No, I don't believe it's Bible. But but just they because hit... they say it doesn't mean it's true. No, it ain't that it's, that they say it and it's because it's true. But when you listen to the people that come on and participate, that's not a part of ESPN and agree. They all have. You got an, people that come on there and agree. They all have an agenda. Everybody wants to be back on the so, show. So where's Everybody the answer Everybody wants at? to do their job so and the make sure they're at? friendly. It's uh, the, the answer is simply in this. You play with who you have and the winner is the winner, period. There's no asterisk by these by Toronto's championship. They went out there and did what they had to do. So where 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 was the asterisk next to next to LeBron's when they pulled out when they pulled out green and 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 when they were about to sweep them? We don't add that in the conversation either, huh? We no, just say there is no asterisk. He, he got kicked out. He got kicked out from that. something that happened another game ago. Yeah, y'all do. Like, yeah, okay, okay, but that's the gangster. See, it's, it's not gangsters in the South. Ooh. Gangsters come from the West. You got to understand the concept here. That's what I'm telling The gangster lifestyle is the reality yeah, of the South. hard life living. We discuss solutions. We don't, we okay, don't that's fine. All that, but don't yeah. run from the... The gangsterism of the uh, of the lifestyle you got in mic. the sport. You got a mic, RJ. It's Do there not for run a reason. from the gangsterism. You know, you know, using excuses about injuries is not gangster. Hey, yeah, you gotta stop. You gotta stop running to the word excuse when you use a fact and say somebody got hurt. Let's, That's a fact. Let's move on. We disagree. Let's. That's I gotta fact. keep y'all. I gotta fucking ding 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 ding. Next round. Al Horford has dipped. Also from Boston, and it went over to Philly. Waste you know, of time. Waste, waste of time. time. Watch it, and remember, we're gonna go back to this. Waste of time. It's a it's a good look for a season. Oh, something to watch. But I look at everything on the pedestal of where you gonna go with it, and if you are gonna succeed or accomplish anything. We get nothing out of Horford going over there to seventy sixes. We're gonna get a few more wins. We're gonna get a little bit more play. Nice passing shot. 
Outside of that, they'll be going home again. Everybody well, goes home. I mean, only well, one person doesn't go home. Yeah, only, and each, but I'm saying with this move, I don't feel like it'll strengthen them. Well, when you watch when you watch Philly play, like even last year, they lost on the buzzer beater. That could have went. That could have been Philly playing Golden State in the finals. And it would have got worse. Way. It would have got worse. Uh, oh, we don't know that. I, mean, oh, I can't. We can't discuss. Oh, we just saying that a bad game could have went either way. And they added a, another player with veteran playoff experience that knows how to play the game, that knows his role, that fits in. That that just makes you better when it comes to trying to win. Do you get a defensive shooting guard that can defend that play? They're gonna be one of the best defensive Great teams points. again. And Embiid is the best. Is is arguably the best player in the Eastern Conference. So regardless, if you got somebody that caliber, you're gonna compete. So we don't know what step Ben Simmons is going to take. We don't even know oh. what step Embiid is going to take from this humbling loss that he experienced this postseason. Because most superstars who experience these type of losses yeah. come back and get better and come back Name and one. add something to their game. And Name, one. Name one. Name one. James. Let's Let's run run to. James. Can we run to a LeBron, player that, that James, like Embiid? LeBron and Nebraska. Embiid ain't on the He's same level. He's no, none people. of them people so, match what he's talking about. He went from huh? talking about a, 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 a player recovering after a great loss. LeBron is LeBron. There's no, nobody LeBron, you can compare lost. to LeBron, LeBron in the game. He, Embiid? Okay, well each year, Come on, RJ, man. Each Embiid. year, each loss LeBron got, he came up and brought something to the game. When he lost to San Antonio, But that's he got LeBron. Swept. I get yeah. that. Yeah, on, Embiid even Dirk. When Dirk got swept by Golden State, when Dirk then was the number one, number one seed and Baron Davis then beat them. Yeah. When when that when that when Dirk then went to the finals and they were able to put Bruce Bowen and Sean Marin on Dirk, he went and added something to his game that what what at the high what did he point. add to his okay. game? He's a mismatch because of height. He don't add okay. to well, his well, game. Well, he was losing at one point, so he had to add something to his game. So he what so he, he could add? Because constant mismatch, what just like add? Freak Freak now, just like Freak Freak now, he can't shoot. He's gonna have to go to the lab and, and get more. Consistent and he's not gonna get jumper. that. And he's not gonna get that. If if you know how to hoop, you can see that watching him. You you think that they're gonna add? He gonna add a shot? I just I just named players who add progression to the game, and I don't see it. All these players that you name haven't shown any. Like it's like I I want to go off so bad. I just don't want to listen. Well, listen. Okay, scary Terry left. We know Boston is going to be a whole new team this year. Do we think they make it to the second round? Is it? An L all around, or is there a chance for, for Boston to? Oh. No, no, we're still we were just talking about Boston, but is yeah. there a chance for Boston to make any progress with these moves before we move on to Philly? Because y'all done already jumped into Philly already. I think I think they they gonna be okay, but Al Horford is a big loss, man. That, he's an anchor. That defensive, the, the, the knowledge of knowing how you can run the offense, you can calm everybody down, he can make big plays, that's going to be missed. In his canter, in his canter in the pick and roll, defending the pick and roll is way different than Al Horford defending the pick and roll. Mm. I just, that's yeah, a good point. It's, it's going to be a big deal. I'm just not excited with the moves being made because I don't feel like there's going to be any changes in the big scheme of things as far as playoffs and winning the championship. I don't really look to – to, to give props to teams that move up 10 games. I don't give props to teams that add, add chemistry and nothing comes out of it. But that, but I'm not here for what, that. We, we don't know what we don't come know. out we of it. We haven't seen it yet. We don't. But, but in opinion. We do, we do know that Philly 
got Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris. They added some some good pieces. Do we think Philly still makes it to the second round, second to the round. semis of the Eastern Conference? Do, they, do they get further? Um, is yeah, Ben Simmons, I saw a video of Ben Simmons working on his jumper. He shot like three shots on Instagram, like from three. <laughs> he actually made them. I was like, oh, it's lit. It's lit. I ain't fool. They, they, I, did you see the one where they were putting the duck cuts at people's faces on there every oh, time he yes, made a three? Yes. And you know, <laughs> this is my thing about Ben Simmons. And, and this is coming from me being a point guard, a point shooting guard my entire life. I have never respected a person in that position that won't take a shot. I can't believe in anything that Philly has going on with Ben Simmons at the helm. I don't care about his IQ. I don't care about his passing ability, his defense, you know, how athletic he is. If my if I have a leader on my team who's running my offense that is too afraid to take an open shot, why do I need him? Like, I just True. don't want him. It's it, You know, there's so many positives in his game, but... The one thing you can't be is pussy when you wide open. Like we consider that dead weight. Yeah, that's just basically allowing the defense to shade off of you, to help inside, to to you know try to get steals. It's just you're another a rondo. Yeah, another an, rondo. A, a rondo two point <laughs> We dealing with another rondo, so we sag off and let him shoot. Even they they sagging off, letting him shoot college threes. Yeah. That's that's horrible. So I'm not going to look at 76ers and having any production and coming out with any type of uh, pizzazz or anything. If, if if they ain't got no shooter and he's the runner, he's running that team. They look through him to come out to produce for everybody else to be successful. No, they look at him to push the pace. They look at MB to be the key key cog for them to make Very everything true. go. MB is the first they, option. That's why they were still. No, I didn't say he's not the first option, but. If Simmons don't come through, Embiid already came through. Embiid already he was the man this 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 series. It was the Simmons that was lacking that didn't pick up the other he had half. One good game, no, I believe. No, no. Who Embiid, had one good game? No, no. I said uh, Ben Simmons Embiid, had a. Embiid sat out games. He kept saying he had diarrhea. He was injured. Issues. This, that's why he was so emotional and hurt him at a different level because the media was coming down mm-hmm. to him. Feel like he could have played. He could have been more tough with him being a franchise guy. So I just. I, I'm not going to fall into the emotions, I'm man. Jimmy Butler left the Sixers. Sad. He went to Miami. There's so much speculation and rumor about why he did it, and I don't understand why people don't get why someone would want to play in South Florida. I mean, Jimmy is, comes across as the kind of guy that wants to be a lone ranger. He wants to lead a team. And if you're going to lose, you might as well do it in Miami. Great organization. I agree. I, agree. You I know, think that's the best move for him to have fun. Yeah. You're, if you're going to lose, if you're not going to win, if you don't see any um, opportunities for you to link up with another perennial player to compete for a championship, why not go and play with the stellar Miami Heat organization? Top of the line, top t- classy. Everything's going to be done right. You might not win a championship in the next few years because of the moves other teams are making, but why not? And and um, Dwayne Wade is like his idol. Mm. He's like one of his favorite players. So and G- they fit. I like it because they fit. They it does fit, fit and it also like fits. Fit. The work ethic. You know how Miami get this work ethic. They all hard working. They doing this like they grind. They grit. Even they team the way they play. They don't got no super score. They just have to compete. Gritty, tough. I feel like shit. Jimmy Butler gonna fit right in, and and see, he could be the piece they need. You know to really but, make them be a better team. Because Deion Wade is. Is not it. Better team, but not a contender. 
No, right? not a contender. And so this is what the whole issue is when we talk about these moves that are being made. Granted, every move isn't going to say, oh, you're going to the championship or you're going to the semis or anything. A lot of what we have to realize is everybody's not going to make it. So what you're trying to do, if you realize you're not going to be on one of those teams that's going to be a contender, you always compete. You know, every team's competing. When you get out there, it's anybody's win. Anybody can win a game, you know. But if you're not going to be on a team or with an organization that is in contention for the championship, you might as well go somewhere where you'll be happy at least. You know, yeah, and that's what least. Miami says to me. Miami says happiness. Happy riding a bike to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there ain't nothing but palm trees and, and sex appeal. I yeah. Mean, and uh, to round out the East, unless you guys want to talk about the Pacers, they they made some great moves. No, we don't care about anybody else in the East. We got to talk about the Toronto Raptors. The champions um, didn't, I don't know what they were thinking. Me personally, I knew from the beginning that, and I still don't know because he hasn't signed because Kawhi is still out there, but I never imagined him going back to Toronto. First of all, what a great thing he did, honoring his one-year deal, coming in, getting a championship, the first ever championship for Toronto. And now he's free to go. But Toronto seemed to sit on their hands thinking, oh, we just won with him. He's going to come back. That wasn't an easy road. That was tough. A lot of things had to happen for them to get there. You know, um, it wasn't an easy road. And I wouldn't see Kawhi wanting to finish his career working that hard every day, night in and night out, hoping that Kyle Lowry is going to show up, hoping that um, Serge Ibaka is going to show up. All these guys that had some bad games here and there, like they've had in the past with Toronto, why they were never able to get past LeBron and the Cavaliers. It's a tough road. And then it's in Toronto. Snow, you know, just just travel. It's just just not a a good look. And they sat on their hands thinking that, oh, we're the champs. He's going to come back here when everybody else was working making moves, hustling, scheming, and they did nothing. And now it looks like they might end up with nothing. What happens to Toronto after this year? They go back to mediocrity? Cinderella shoe falls off. They go back to normal. What do you think? I don't see me. I don't see mediocrity. I still, they're still going to be a playoff team. They're still going to do. Well, they Who's had the a real, star? They had Who, a really, who's the guy? They had a, they had a really good record without Kawhi. Like, but they also whatever. had another perennial player. We got to see what happens they with Kyrie. Had, they had. I mean, not Kyrie. We got to see what happens with Kawhi. If he if he leaves, who they pick up? Who there's who, pick the, up? who else is out there? Who is it? There's nobody, nobody else out there, out there that so can fill those with, shoes. No, no, not fill those shoes, but just to, a fill-in period will still have a little you're, change. Then in you're they, the Heat. Then you're, oh, yeah, they, they, I mean, you're everybody else in the league. If you don't go back get to one norm. of the star players that's out here, and everybody's pretty much gone now. They, they got the championship like the Knicks did back in the day. Yeah, speaking of the Knicks, uh, but they took the biggest L, I think, mm-hmm. of the organization by getting, uh, I call him Randell. People always laugh when I call him Randell. That was Randall. their biggest signing of free agency so far. How do you go from getting rid of everybody, they dumped house, they dumped everything to make room, didn't offer the max, and then ended up with nothing and now the Knicks are the laughing stock of the NBA once again. I mean, they've been consistent. And they use like their salary cap space. They got seventy. <laughs> you know, they got seventy million dollars or something like that available. That's sad, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm used to it, honestly. I mean, since Patrick Ewing, they, they've never made a, 
a miraculous decision that 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 overturned and changed the, the the organization. So I'm not, I'm really not shocked. I'm I'm more shocked that they're consistent with felony. <laughs> I'm just shocked at that. But they I'm just not. keep taking L's. It's the curse of Pat. I don't care what they say. It's oh, the curse of Pat. The curse of Pat. Pat. I thought yeah, you can't do you can't do that black man like that. He changed. Out. Only reason Nick's is relevant from the '80s to now is Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. We don't think about nothing else when you think about the Knicks. Yeah. 88. You know who I think now, about? You know who Patrick I think about? Who? Spike Lee. Larry Jones. <laughs> I think Spike Lee yeah. over there. Yeah. I think he might be cursing to doing something, man. After all these years, he's been riding with them and they ain't, they ain't progressed. I got to start looking at something else. It well, might you know, be... if you're a true Knicks fan, you yeah, just don't do that. No, no, no. You just don't leave yeah. the Knicks. Like, you that's just, Knicks. you leave other teams. Like, they're fan hopping, bandwagon hopping. But when you're a Knicks fan, you I just feel like you're just forever. You, you take it's those like a lumps. Celtic. You take those lumps. You yeah. just you go with the flow. Um, I want to switch over to the West Coast now. Um, one of the biggest, I mean, the Clippers remind me of the Knicks in the sense that they are dumb as well. They aren't making the right decisions. Uh, they True. they they sat they they sat around and waited. All they heard was a rumor that Kawhi was looking at the Clippers, and they were just like, "Bet is on." But you can't do that. You have to think about what happens if he doesn't come. And they never did. And it appears that he's not going to the Clippers. Why would he? We would have known. We There's no discussions. There's nothing yeah, going on. Nothing boiling. Yeah, there's nothing simmering about this. We're hearing about the Lakers and him contacting uh, Magic. He met with Magic and, and basically asked Magic about the, 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 shit, the shit that's going on with the Lakers organization. How bad is the dumpster fire? Why did you leave? Why would you ask me to come to an organization that's bullshitting? And, 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 you know, Magic was like, it's fam. We're all family. You know, families fight. Families beef. And then he asked, could he bring his own medical staff like LeBron did? You know, then he asked a whole just he's just basically trying to see how bad the Lakers want him. Were you guys after me in free agency? Magic. Yes. Um, uh, San Antonio tried to tried to make it way too hard. They damn near asked for LeBron to get you. Right. <laughs> you know, so so he had these talks with them and so there's steam there there's steam he's not going to Clippers there's steam for the Lakers what happens if Kawhi signs with the Lakers and they have LeBron and they have Anthony Davis hustle oh man this is gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to see them try to come together our bars are back lit I want to see how well I want to see what the start line is gonna be Anthony Davis playing center he playing power forward how they Man, they got options with this lineup right here. With this this five four three matchup, man, they got options. That pick and roll, it's gonna be hard to run pick and roll against them. Yeah, like with LeBron, LeBron and AD and and, and Kawhi five four three in the last five minutes. You know, ain't no pick and roll offense. Ain't no switching the big to to create a, to right. create an advantage. That's what I be thinking about. I'm like, oh wow. They I, still ain't gotta, I ain't thinking about the offensive end. They still got to f- finish up the roster. You still got to have bodies out there. People need rest. So now, I mean, once they sign, I'm saying now like it already happened. Because in my mind, it has already happened. I'm ready. <laughs> but what you now have to do is then go out and get those veteran guys that will take the league minimum, you know. Play their role. Play their role for a championship. 
And I don't see why that would be a problem. I mean, it's getting late. They need to hurry up because a bunch of the the guys, the the fitting guys are being signed. But I think that this move, Kawhi coming there, sends them directly to the championship past whatever the Golden State Warriors have, including signing D'Angelo Russell. Whose phone is that? See what I'm saying, RJ? Hey, listen, if Kawhi... If Kawhi, if Kawhi go to the Lakers, the dynasty starts. Mm-hmm. And it won't matter who they shift in and out with those three out there together. That's that's just like Golden State with 30, 30, and 30. Possibly. Any given night, I could get 30 from Unibrow. I could get 30 from LeBron. Or I could get 30 from Kawhi. You working with the same system that you was working with with Golden State. And, and, and there ain't going to be nothing but just the scoring, like keeping up with scoring. And ain't nobody gonna be able to keep up the Lakers now if they put that team together. Uh, I, 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 I told you, I think about the Bulls. I that's that's exactly what I think about it. Jordan, Pippen, and Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Kawhi Y'all agree on something. LeBron, yeah. Anthony uh, Davis. Uh, that's like a that's three first. It can be like all defensive players, all in the out, man. And you add and they mess around and add an Igadala, and that's like adding Ron Harper or something or a Robin Horror or something, just adding uh, Igadala or any man, it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm telling you, the you NBA really ain't that ain't ain't that competitive. So to put three players on the same team in this era will make dominance in any in on, on any team that plays with three three killers. I I, I don't this this is starting to become a business. Oh, like, it's starting to become. This has always been a business. Yeah. No, and one of the more so one of the business. one of the most important things that Magic said to Kawhi is this: Why would you want to go somewhere where you have to work so hard every single night? It's on your shoulders to get the win, to get your team over the edge. He was like, "Just come here, y'all. Just you know, each night take turns throwing each other on your backs." And and no. winning like that, and, and it's it's less wear and tear lighten on your body, lighten the low, have more fun, sitting out some fourth quarters like the Warriors did with their perennial star players. That right there alone sells me on the Lakers. If I'm Kawhi, man, I feel like him winning the championship is what really opened the door for him to come to LA. Yeah, like if Toronto, if Toronto lose that championship, I don't think he goes to the Lakers. I don't think he goes. Right now, and he like in his manhood, he's more like shit. I don't want to San Antonio right here. I don't want to Toronto by myself. Now I, I don't proved go, it I don't all. Care about going to play with LeBron because they're not gonna look at me as some second fiddle or some nobody because I won on my own. Right. It ain't like Kyrie playing with LeBron or you know. KD playing with Golden State is different. I'm a champion. I'm a winner alone. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to add up. I agree with that. So you think his his championship still has an asterisk by it? You damn right. Damn <laughs> right. Like like it's like like how he gave the love to 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 Kawhi where he's on this level. Mm-hmm. That's where I differ. I don't give him that level. Why? I didn't say he don't have the ability. I just don't give him that level because he he didn't play against the team that everybody talked about beating. He didn't play that team, so I can't say, "Oh, you're you beat he did the team." Play that team, they had no, the uniform on. They were playing in the Oracle. He beat sixty that points team. sat on the bench. I'm not it listening to this. Sixty points sat on the Guess bench. What? Any other Guess injuries going to sit twenty, ten, fifteen? Might have might have fell off. Sixty points. But when you have, sat down. but when you have sixty points on the bench, you should always know that your bench. That's what they subbed uh, out when they went and got KD. They basically said. 
we don't really because the Warriors were known for their bench before that. Remember, yeah, they, had they still a, got bench, not like they used to have, and they lost a lot of that bench when they went and got KD. And you realize how important that bench. So is. you need less bench. No, with KD, you need less bench with KD. No, you don't. Not if he gets hurt. You learn that. Okay, we banking on the on the injuries you on making to. a point. Everybody has to. It's we the way the said, game is played. But we just say excuses excuses for injuries. Then we throw the injuries in there to to. There's to, no excuse. That's why that's why she's saying prepare for it. There's a chance the injuries can happen because you can't use the injuries as an excuse for you not winning but yes. you don't but but you do not draft based on injuries you don't draft or or or, or recruit based on injuries you don't do that you every team every team knows that injury is going to happen this is in any sport there are going to be injuries you are only as good as your weakest link period and they didn't have anything it to me this is just my opinion yeah. karma set in just for them even building this team, just for putting this team together. And then we saw how from the beginning, uh, Draymond and him got into it. And I said, well, there it is. That right there, there's blood in the water and everything else is going to trickle out. Then the injuries start happening. The anger, you can tell when people don't want to play together. Things start to happen when you have those type of issues. People wanting the ball. You know, Draymond shooting too many balls. KD like swinging around. That's you know, IQ though. That, I mean, well, it, guess what? You chose these players. These are the things that happen, and you play with what you have. There's no excuses. I'm not. I'm not taking away from it, but I'm definitely not giving credit to a team that didn't play the team that everybody wanted them to match up against. They did. They did match up against them. They brought theirs. And they yeah, weren't ready. And they didn't bring theirs. So we're going to grade it ass. A big part of being a champion is being able to get through 82 games plus 28, if possible, in the season. playoffs. I'm ready oh to speed God. this season up. The Warriors got D'Angelo Russell. That's mm-hmm. a big piece. I'm wondering if you guys think these three, this heavy guard lineup with Clay, uh, Steph, and D'Angelo can work. Are they too small? Is there not enough balls? Who is, is is Steph coming off the ball? Like, what do you guys think happens now that they've signed D'Angelo Russell? I think D'Angelo Russell is going to come in here and be a facilitator, but it's always going to be based on Clay and 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 Curry if they shooting or hitting. It ain't no different than Rondo being with with the Celtics when they won, and now that he go play with somebody else that's not Hall of Famers, you don't hear nothing from him. So, so 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 if you look at so if you look at Russell coming in there and he gonna facilitate if if they not hitting their shots and he passing good when ball, that, why would they not hit their shots? I'm These saying are the if they're not, brothers. they the Splash Brothers, so, but they ain't had off games too. No, they not, had not off where games. it matters. No, not they where, lost to the Lakers. The, the, the reason that those are eight, those <laughs> they lost regular, to the Lakers at they at those they top are regular high. season basketball. Oh, so games. now we basing it. No, I'm just saying anyone can lose a regular season basketball game. Anyone right. can lose that. Don't, that. that don't mean nothing. Well, you know that don't mean nothing. But yeah. I said. For, for for the production to be good and Russell to stand out, they will have to hit the shots. Why wouldn't they? We've been watching them literally hit shots for the last five years. Why wouldn't consistency they? Consistency and being perfect five is two different. Five times to the finals is consistency. But that's a team leading we talk the, the, leading, That's a team we talk It's yeah. a different team now. Yes. It's a different team. But, so but I don't guarantee all that. It's still being shot. The same shooters. Same okay, so, okay so let's predict it now. What is Golden State going to do this year? No. I don't look at Golden. I don't, see. I'm I'm looking at it from a total different perspective. For me, D, 
D'Angelo Russell is just a stopgap. He's just somebody because they still want to be competitive or maybe try to make the playoffs. And they know, they know Clay towards ACL, so we just want to bring another scorer in to, so we can link him up with Steph and maybe we can stay competitive till Clay come back and then we can do what we do. Maybe we trade him. Maybe we, if he fit, if he doesn't fit, we could trade him. If not, we. If he don't feel we trade him, if he fit, we'll keep him. Is he, I feel like that's what they're looking is at. Is he enough to send them back to the Western Conference Finals with this roster? Mm-mm. Oh no, no, I don't think Mm-mm. that. Okay, not with the West. Mm-mm. Who, who else is who in the West? If we're going Lakers to the Western Conference Finals, who else? Early, just July second. Who else is in the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers? Houston, easy. As long as Harden playing, Houston definitely gonna go to the Western Conference. Um. Uh, I don't know. I think Portland got better, man. There's some teams that got better. Um, Portland got better. Utah, Utah improved. Um, there's some teams that was kind of stagnant that added a little bit to the team that's going to make them take a step in the next direction that we don't know. Like even with Denver, with them, uh, they're going to yoke it because in the point guard crop, they're going to take another step. Then they're going to bring in the rookie, Michael Porter Jr., and players, I mean, we just don't know. It's some, it, we got some players whose tra- trajectory can change the dynamic of the league. Well, I've been and watching these got, Portland boys. You still got okay, and you still got Oklahoma City, and 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 with Paul George and Russell Westbrook, he might mm-hmm. find his he might find his jumper again. He's we don't know where he lost it. At. He might find it. Somebody might drop the drop it at the door. Here go your jumper, Russ. Yeah, Yo. you believe Russ could ever have a jumper? No, I'm saying at least at one point he was able to shoot the pull up free throw jumper. No, that's that, 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 that was two out of four too. Yeah, that's I mean that's good. That's what I'm saying. When you can get to the hole, the dynamic is his. You'll take two out of four. He Russell Westbrook, Tony Parker, those guys, you'll take that since because they get to the basket so 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 aggressive. The Warriors said no one will ever wear number 35 ever again. I think this is a cover-up for them fucking him up, lying to him, saying he had a calf injury when they knew (laughs) he had a tear. I still don't blame the Warriors organization. I'm blaming KD because you quite simply have to do your homework. You have to get your own MRI. You have to speak with an outside doctor. These team doctors are for the team. They're going to do whatever the team says. Then Iggy goes on the Breakfast Club and says, last year in the playoffs, they played him as well. He had a fractured leg. They told him it was a bone bruise. He played through it. They they put pressure on him. His own teammates put pressure on him. The front office put pressure on him to play on it. And, and now we're seeing finally Finally, because people don't realize you always hear about the bullshit and the drama of the sorry teams. And but what you don't realize is every single organization has the same drama. They have the same lies, the same bullshit. But when you're winning, everybody's tight lipped. Everybody's shutting the hell up. Iggy comes out and exposes them and says, you know, yeah, they full of shit. The doctor's a fraud. You know, they will make you feel bad if you don't play. (laughs) He's suddenly no longer on the team. Durant says, I fucking hate them. It's, it's all coming down. Do we see this as a trickling effect of the Warriors just basically declining from their their rise to stardom? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that time. It's been it's been a five year run. Yeah. They did that thing. All good things must come to an end for right. some reason. Right. It just it's just it's just life. One of, one of my listeners had been asking me this for weeks and I kept forgetting to bring it up. And and Iggy reminded me of it. And he said that he feels that Mark Jackson is being blackballed by the NBA. Do you guys agree with that as, as far as a coaching standpoint? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, I feel, yeah. I feel Mark Jackson put this team together. He put the continuity and the chemistry together in, in the locker room. 
mm-hmm. and then you give it to Kerr, Kerr. Yeah, you give it to Kerr and say he the man. They was beating San Antonio by 20 at the half in the playoffs and lost on rookie mistakes. Now, now that you can see the veteran and how they close games, they was winning and beating teams like a championship team and losing second. I think they was a 3-1 in that series against San Antonio back in, the, in, 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 in Curry early days before they got this dynasty. So you could already see. Huh? They was up. 2-1. They, no, they, they, they kind of had that series, though. It was, I think I, I, think I want to say 3-1 and they got hawked. Well, let me say this. Let me just put this tea out there. No, I can't say my source, but what I was told months ago is the reason that Mark Jackson is being blackballed is this. Mark Jackson had, um, I forget where they were, but it was a road trip. Um, he bought some pussy. Um, instead of um, having the girl, because when, you, when you're on a road trip, you guys probably know this, the team stays in the same hotel. Now, the players get rooms. They can upgrade. There's no curfews like the NFL. They can have company. They can be in the club till four in the morning. As long as you're at shoot around and ready for the game the next day, that is what it is. That includes coaching staff and everyone. So Mark Jackson bought some pussy. Instead of having the woman in his room that he has with the team, she somehow convinced him to go in her room for the clothes. It was recorded. Her pimp basically was like we're going it's some wild shit took place um some wild wow, shit wow some wild wow. shit that you just wouldn't want wow. anyone to know that you were into as the christian good christian man that you feel better I, though see, I, the, <laughs> you I know got, what i'm saying they, they told and, you that i got the christian excuse yeah and so what happened is this is just all rumor this is all alleged let me be clear because my source will not be doesn't want his name out there but he's a very credible source and the nba pretty much bought this sex tape from this person bought it at an extremely high price, extremely high price to pretty much save the the organization, you know, mm. and basically said to him, you will no longer coach again because you did this. So there's all these rumors about him being mad at gay people I in the organization and stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's still right. I feel like if you, if somebody put your sex tape out, this is what bothers me about these Bible thumpers. You're not perfect. Right. You're not. There's a lot of wealthy, uh, married, <laughs> sluts, scumbag ass niggas that like taking shit in holes that you don't want people to know right. you like it in. And yeah. you might like it this way and that way. And so I hate it when somebody who who is a Christian or re- very religious gets treated like this for being human. He's human. He cheated. He made a mistake. He's probably still buying pussy right now. Should he not be a commentator then? Should he not? I thought about that. Why would he be a, a commentator? That's part of NBA business yeah. too. So I was, I'm confused about that, but I'm happy to find out that they just didn't blackball him because he was black or no, because I didn't know. It was I didn't a, know about that. And this is still alleged, but there's a sex tape. I want to see it now. I want to, I want to see it. I want to know. Oh. I want to know if it was just one person, if there was a boy. You know, I got questions, and so, you know, I'm 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 sad that this happened because I feel like he was a great coach. You know, he's a great commentator. Even that he doesn't get on my nerves. A lot of these commentators get on my nerves 
when I listen to them, but he doesn't bother me at all. And and if he's quiet about it, if he's shutting the hell up, you already know it's valid. Because if it wasn't valid, wouldn't he be like talking shit and saying stuff? Like, you know what I mean? It it's, makes sense. It's valid. It makes a lot he of sense. Because I felt like he should have stood up when they, yeah. when, they, when they won a championship. and Because mm-hmm. the, the moves was made, <laughs> it, it was made at a time where you still felt like it was Mark Jackson team when they started winning. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he went through all the all the rough rough trials and yeah. and building and, and you could just see the team developing. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden when he when he disappeared, they went on 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 unforgettable winning streaks and records. Yeah. And it's like that's Mark team. I I give him props, man. Don't give it don't get it twisted. I give them props. I just feel like y'all be taking that shit a little bit too far when everybody be saying this. You know how much in-game decisions, substitution, changing patterns, and playmaking decisions you have to make to go on from game to game and playoff game, start somebody, sub somebody, like how he did, like how Steve Kerper eager out in the start lineup. Those are changes. We don't know if Mark Jackson make those changes. But we don't yes, know that Mark he would have, you know? We yeah. can't say. He yeah. didn't have yeah. this exact lineup. Jackson, yeah, I'm not questioning Mark Jackson developing this team. Mm-hmm. It's no different than Toronto, that's like us saying, oh, man, Nick Nurse sh- shouldn't get credit. We should get Dwayne. Now it's like, Dwayne shit, Casey. this is this is just part of coaching. I was one of those of people. I, you know, I just, I just feel like, to me, that's part of the reason that I started my own podcast and I started doing my own thing. I just hate that you're not allowed to be human when you Once have you. a certain job. Right. You know, it just doesn't seem That's fair. what Magic Johnson was saying. That's fair. why he got out of because he can't be friends and just speak to people on the norm. Those type of things is it's they matter. Hurt. It hurts. And so let's segue right into this. One of the leagues that doesn't care if you have a sex tape, you can smoke weed, you can cuss, could talk your shit is the big three. We're going to close this out with some big three discussions. Uh, real quick, we had six games this weekend, starting with uh, the Saturday games. The triplets and trilogy played each other. Um, that was a good matchup on paper, but it didn't appear to to go that well in theory. Hustle, what'd you think about this game? Quickly, y'all. We don't got that much time, though. Uh, I, I, I didn't expect it to be much of a game either. I right. didn't know who Trilogy score was going to be. I, I didn't know James White was going to be try to be the aggressor in that way. So with him True. trying to be the number one option and Hawkins being the number two, I didn't see them having a chance to, to outscore Joe Johnson. RJ, looking at the matchups, you with, with with Al Horford being down there, I don't see nobody matching up with Trilogy anyway. That could that could guard Horford. Um, Joe, the matchup. If you just look at the matchups with triple with, with Trilogy and triple, what is it? Triplets. Not Horford, uh, Jefferson. You talking about Al Jefferson? No, no, Jefferson. Al Jefferson. I said Horford. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Al Jefferson. Nobody could hold him down low. So looking at looking at the matchup, I already got Triplets winning it. But I like Joe, I like Al, and I like Allen Anderson. And with that, and with that, with that, with that group together, the chemistry, I don't really see nobody stopping them more than the next team that that they got to compete against. So we finally saw Gilbert Arenas this week. He was talking a lot of shit. He said he was not going to pass at all. We knew he was that was a joke, but he was talking a lot of shit. We found out that Gilbert's not in shape. And you got to be in shape, even though it's half court. He took a lot of substitutions, but he was he was eventually able to uh, beat the ball hogs with uh, two free throws at the end. What do first of all, ball hogs, bless their heart. 
they just a, a, a ragtag bunch of just kind of thrown together out here trying to trying to get it done. We saw Will McDonald have a great game. He was a reason that they were winning the majority of the game. They didn't really have anybody else really step up for them. Deshaun Stevenson hit a couple shots. But Enemies is one of those teams that everybody has going far in the big three because they have Gilbert Arenas, they have Lamar Odom, um, Royce White, who's a great scorer, and they got a young guy, uh, Frank, uh, I'm not, Frank, uh, Frank uh, Robinson. Frank, they, Frank they, Nitty. Fr- yeah, he's no, on, he's on the killer threes. Oh, he on step do we, do we think the Enemies is going to be a contender? Is Gilbert Arenas going to get in shape and start hitting some of these four-pointers that we've been seeing all over Instagram? Or is this Catfish? I got enemies. I got enemies at the top, within the top three. I'm not going to say they're going to be the number one team, but I got them in the top three towards the end of the season. Hustle. Uh, uh, enemies potentially got one of the best teams in the in the big three. They got the perfect balance. Like Craig Smith got game. Yeah, he does. You got a you got a big man that can shoot mm-hmm. and post up. Then you got the best. Probably outside of Joe Johnson, the best perimeter player with Royce White, he who got side to fit. He would, I watched him play. He was just making all the right plays. He wasn't yeah. trying to force nothing. He was just after looking like he was still at hours. I said, "Oh yeah." Looking at them, even without Gilbert Arenas, just with Royce White, Craig Smith, Allen Anderson, mm-hmm. but man, they got they no got Gilbert, no height. win, no Gilbert, no win. Oh yeah, and they got height there every position. Most teams got a little bitty guy. They don't have they littlest guy is Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas, yeah. They've got they've got a good squad. We're gonna keep our eye on them because I do feel like this the 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 lineup looks good. Looks good. But it gotta work. It it's gotta work. It's gotta work. It, but I, I believe in uh Gil. I've seen enough from Agent Zero. On this level, playing with these guys at this age. I'm 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 putting all that in a box and looking mm-hmm. at it, and and Gilbert definitely is going to stand out amongst these guys throughout the season. We'll see. Killer, I don't th- know. Killer three. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just know you got to be in shape in this game. And to me, Gilbert is doing the same thing that Ronald making the same mistake Ronald Tess made. Um, Kelly Martin, Baron Davis, and what's that? All of thought that they thought that not, they were just going to be able to come not in. Not being in three. shape. And not be in shape and just play because it was half court and it did not matter. And you see, he was asking for a sub two, three minutes constantly. Yeah, you can't constantly, just you can't nah. you you can't think like you can just shoot and you know just do drills. You got to go out there and play some basketball, even some full court. That's how you get your cardio together. So I think Gilbert needs to get into some of these UCLA runs, some of these open gyms out here in LA, and really get into basketball shape. I don't know if the knee can handle a lot of that, but in order for him to get past a team like the Triplets or Power, uh, you know, some of these other perennial teams, he's going to have to get in shape. He's going to have to bank heavy minutes like Joe Johnson is doing and put the team on his back sometimes because that four-point shot is going to be crucial. And if he's, I know his shot is nasty, but if he's just standing out there hitting him, you're going to have to pull somebody out there, and this is going to create one-on-one for the other great guys on their team. Right, we're only dealing with a three-on-three. Right. So we saw Killer Threes and Threes Company. I don't even really need to talk about this game that much. The only thing I wanted to do is shout out Steven Jackson because I really was scared for him to come back and play after what we saw with KD and everything. And the boy didn't look like nothing was wrong. He was out there doing everything. Still aggressive. Killing to the hole. You know, the legs look young. The jumper was working. We sleeping on C.J. Watson with that. Definitely not sleeping on C.J. C.J. CJ, you know what's so sad about CJ? I remember a time when CJ was a Robin 
in yeah. the NBA. He yeah. was he was Derrick Rose's backup, yeah. and, and people might have forgot that CJ had some game. It just nice. wasn't enough at that time to be a Robin. And now we're seeing some of these guys who just wasn't enough for that role that we needed in playing well, NBA. Probably was told to not ball. to play a certain way too. But he was yeah. a Robin. You don't get you don't right. get told nothing when you're Robin on your team. You don't. You're the you're the number two guy. The only, your only job is to make sure you don't fuck with, fuck with what the number one is doing. Mm-hmm. Don't get in this fucking way. And CJ is uh, is is a ball. He is balling quietly. He looked twelve like years it. old. You know like he gonna it. say nothing. He's out here doing <laughs> his job. They they've got Josh Powell, who's he's always gonna just be a guy that when you need him, he's gonna be there. When you don't, he's gonna do things that don't show up on the stat line. This is a great lineup too. They got Franklin Sessions. I said Eddie Curry in the way. Now, Dante Green is a good pickup, though. Yeah, Dante Green is, but Eddie Curry in the way, in, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, he out of shape. Got a few players in the way. Out of shape. In three on three, you got to be in, in three on three is constant action. It ain't like five on five where you can stand in the corner. Ain't no standing and, in the corner. And bro. not get back on D sometimes in five on five yeah. and nobody noticing. Three nah. on three, your ass ain't ain't having a seat. You're exposed. You are exposed, you exposed. as shit. Yeah, this three on three is all one on one. So let's move on to the Sunday game. So we had Bivouac playing against Ghost Ballers. Uh, Bivouac is one of those rosters that I really like. I do like the components of it, but what I'm learning after watching them in week two is they do have some issues. Hustle, go ahead. Well, I already know you got something to say. Man, Bivouac seems like like Ghost Ballers is the, is the goon squad, mm-hmm. but they the goon squad that can play goon squad. They the feisty goon squad. They got Jamari Bivyak, and Luke. Go ahead. Yeah, B- yeah. Bivac seems like the the ragtag buster that you like a fight gonna happen. How about uh, say they headstrong? They uh, headstrong. Well, no, no. When you look at them, you be like, whoever was the owner or the GM that put that team together was not putting a team together for win to win. I don't know if Lisa Leslie got to pick the team herself or how it went. No, no Lisa Leslie's not coaching Bivac. Oh, who, who, who coached Bivac? Um. Um. The old old school um, shit. I forgot. We'll move on uh, from that. Uh, Gervin, no, George Gervin? I think it is. But no, she's coaching triplets. She's coaching Joe okay. Johnson's team. Okay. Well, no, I think she could. Tri- could uh, okay. Because well, Bivac got Josh Smith playing center. Like, mm-hmm. whoever their team is, they got Josh Smith playing center. You're not going to win no I game. I think they like were thinking that. Will Bynum was going to come in and do a lot of Reggie. scoring. Reggie. Theus is the head coach. Reggie Theus is the head coach. Oh, Reggie Theus. Thank yeah, you for Reggie, that. Yeah, he, he's wrong. Like, they, they wrong, but you got a small-ass point guard with Will Bynum. Then you got Anthony, Anthony Morrow, who middle name is no defense. Reggie and Theus is from Inglewood. I think he made Come a gangster on, decision. He put a bunch of gangsters <laughs> together that just want to fight and scrap. That's an Inglewood like, gangster move. I was like, man, this is not going to... I was like, they might not even be Bauhaus. What do you think of Will Bynum's sham, hezzy... <laughs> Nick made this nigga touch earth. Lay, be lay. Like, that was the sickest move. They took, the, they took an L regardless. But the move uh, the was move. so crazy. My only issue with the move was the commentator calling a spin move afterwards. That shit was so did annoying. He? Hey, listen, I had to take it back five times to make sure he didn't double. He didn't. It looked like he doubled. That's mm-hmm. how cold the move was. It looked like yeah. he, he touched it on the same side dribbling. How many people can do that? Not very many. No, not many. And shout out Mike Taylor. That was on Mike Taylor, I believe. Was but it? he came back. Drew League Mike Taylor? 
He came back and 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 did incredible gangster shit. Hit some big shots. Had a great defensive play. He pretty much won the game after he got shook. He was, you know, it, shit squad. happens. You know what I'm saying? Play through it. Yeah, that's the goon squad right yeah. there. Jamario Moon, Mike T. No, that that's the goon squad right there. They come to play. You gonna have to play when you play them. They and they don't got no big either. No, they don't. Uh, Hustle. Uh, when we had our had our uh, screen test, you talked about this aliens and uh, three headed monsters matchup being better than we all thought. We all was like, Psh, the aliens don't get their ass whooped. They lost, but it was a better game than we all predicted. What do you see in the aliens that makes you think that they're going to compete every week? Oh, they really young. They young and feisty. They young and athletic. They got they got balance. They got a, a solid point guard. They got a solid like everybody on their team is solid and athletic. They don't have a this just gonna be my Greg score. Golden. You know, like like you got Joe Johnson, you got, you know, those bona fide scores that you know score, but they got guys that are still young, athletic, and can play. And most of them cats are out of shape. So just yeah. for them running and jetting across, they're gonna they're gonna always have a chance to be in the game. They had Brandon Rush, Andre Owens. Um, they had yeah. Ryan Hollins making some good shots. Shannon Brown. I, I just don't respect the lineup, but I do see them playing well together. And that's yeah. important in three-on-three. You don't have that's to have the best team. I mean, it helps if you do, but if you don't and you play well together and you're able to move the ball because three-on-three is essentially about one guy having a mismatch. And if the defense counters that, then you just got to play basketball, pass the ball well, make sure guys are cutting and just do basketball things and you can counter a, a great score on another team. You can. Three-headed monsters, they, Mario Chalmers. Um, Reggie Evans. Didn't do it. This was his first game, but Rashard Lewis is the leader of that team. You know, right. they're going to go as far as he goes, in my opinion. And I don't think that's going to be far. Va- valid. Valid opinion. Yeah. I mean, Rashard Lewis is not who he used to be for one is what we're looking at. And on top of the fact that age just plays a difference. And I don't think he's just going to ride it out where every game he's going to be knocking these shots down like that. And and having that one, that one component is not enough looking at it. You need at least two to three options when it comes down nah. to the playoffs. And when it, when it get down tight, you're going to need more three-headed, than one, one option. Monster, three-headed monsters like the San Antonio Spurs. When you watch run, them, they okay, just, run it off. they got, they got a veteran team that all know how to play, and they all play within themselves. So it don't matter. Mm-hmm. When you play with them, you know Muhammad, Muhammad knows what he does. He's looking for that jumper. Anytime you got to guard him, you got to play him. Rashad Lewis, seven feet, can shoot the jumper. So when he run a pick and roll, if he get any type of space, he's a seven-footer. He can shoot, and you're not blocking it. And then you got the junkyard dog and yeah, Reggie Evans. And you got a junkyard dog who want to get any one of those shooters' rebounds at any time, and they're going to give it to him in the post when he slip and do everything. It's just like, you're going to have to beat them. They're not going to... I agree with you 50%. Hey, look, I agree with you 50%. I'm going to tell you this. Playing three-on-three basketball, you can have all the smarts and, like you said, the veteran skills. But it become a, a backyard fight when you playing three on three. The fouls ain't the same. The the Did way you hear the we play. That we said you say what? They got the biggest junkyard dog in the in the league. We got that's one person that we got three players out there. You only need Name one dog. Team. You only need one. No, no. And it, what I'm saying is dealing with a three on three. The whole mentality in a three on three is just. 
it's, it's a little bit more bigger and different than just dealing with veterans. Like saying, oh, he a vet. Because you look at vet, you look at Mario Chalmers, you look at Evans. They was veterans in the league doing smart things. You can't take that smartness from the league and incorporate it into this big three as if they 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 fouling the same, they plan it. There's been so many fouls and calls. When they, I'm talking about when it get to the grit. I ain't talking about regular season, they let them score here. When it get tight and we get in the playoffs, it's going to be a whole nother aura. So I, looking at the points of somebody being smart, that's not going to matter in three on three. Three on three going to be the aggressive who could take the elbow and, and still get the pass off. And that's where I'm looking at. I'm not knocking the points that you're making about veterans, but I don't feel like that takes a stronger role playing three on three in this type of environment. Okay. You know what I mean? I understand where you're coming from, but the first mistake was you compare Mario Chalmers to any one of those players was a mistake. I ain't compare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you compare three on three. You compare Mario Chalmers, uh, who's been a role player his whole life, to guys that were prominent scorers. So it's it's a different. Chris Jackson was a scorer. Rashad Lewis was a score. score. So now when they come into this league, it's a difference because it's a difference being a Deshaun Stevenson and being a Rashad Lewis. They might both be role players at some point, but he's been a scorer. Like yeah. Joe Johnson in this league has been a scorer. So it's a little different. That's why we look at teams like Bauhaus or those other teams who have Andre Owens and 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 David Hawkins and James White. Those are good role players, but they've never been scorers. So I can't come to the big three and expect them to be any type of scorers here. When they wasn't scores, where they were. Well, I well I will say the big three does give players an opportunity that you know maybe scoring wasn't your strong suit when you were it, were a pro, but you have the ability. You know how like I've been on teams where like I'll give you the Ws in the NBA for example. When I was trying out with the WNBA, I could when I was playing ball overseas, I was that bitch. Like I was the person everybody looked to. But when you play in the WNBA and you have players that are better than you, you don't get to showcase your skills because it's just not your league. It's not your time. time. So I feel like the big three gives these guys who were scorers maybe in high school and college, you know, but but went to the pros and weren't able to be that guy. The big three gives you an opportunity to relive those days when you could get a bucket. And not saying you will be the guy, but everybody has the opportunity to score in three on three. Everybody, because the ball moves so much and it's just it's just gonna happen. And if you had any ability to score in your past, you it'll show. It definitely show. It'll show. Moving on to the last game of the weekend and the biggest matchup to me, Power versus Tri-State. Now, Power opened the season. They were the champions last year. They opened the season with a, a, a rerun of the championship game. And then week two, they run it back with the semi, the team they played in the semi. So this is pretty much a test for Power. They're catching everybody early, you know, that was contenders last year. Mm-hmm. And they won 43-51. Power looks like... The team to beat. I don't care about tri- triplets and, and and all these other teams. Power is doing their job without their MVP. Catino continues to show up. 23 points this week, seven rebounds. Um, he had a little help from Glenn, uh, Big Baby Davis, as he always does. And um, they just they just make it work. They make it happen. They got uh, Nancy coaching. Do you guys think power is still the team to beat or do you think that there's just lucky wins like what do you think i'm rolling with power being the team to beat 
strictly because they got big baby, which I see nobody with a larger body down low in the post. Because we playing three on three, so the help not there. Not there. So when he when he spin left or right, it's either a foul or a bucket. I don't see another team with a with a down low presence and outside perimeter game to shoot like Mobley and who else we got? Uh, uh, Richardson and and McGetty. Like all these guys can shoot. And then you get a you got a, you got a thirty plus down low. I don't see nobody beating them strategically. I don't see nobody beating them. Hustle. I think they got a good team. I mean, they, like I said, they're in shape. That's what separates them. Mm-hmm. Katina Mobley, Corey McGetty, they both have size, which a lot of teams, they don't have no 5'8s, no 5'10s. They tall at every position. And both of their players were legit scorers. Like, it's just, to me, it just makes a difference. When you you could just give him the ball and he give you 23. Like, he made... How many? How many threes? Four threes last game. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just a difference when you got two guys that you know you can get a ball to, and they can get a bucket with no help, no pick and roll, no nothing. You can just say here, here make go it give me a bucket. Um, you I don't was, got too many changes. I was excited to see Stoudemire against Big Baby. That's a great matchup for this league. Two big guys who did it. You know, a Big Baby was not as a, a big a star as Stoudemire, but in three on three, Big Baby is Amari Stoudemire in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If you think about it mm-hmm. and seeing them go at it, uh, Amari still had 18 points. He was doing his thing. It was a great matchup. I liked when big baby pulled him out the paint. Cause then that allowed Katino to do what he does an old man post up game, you know, just, to, just to shake niggas up. Like they, the power has everything you need. Every. They have everything you need. I think tri-state also has a lot of what you need as well. They just don't have Katino. Katino is the difference. On both of these rosters. You put Catino on Tri-State, they win this game, in my opinion. I like, yeah, Tri-State looks good. Jeremy, I mean, Jermaine, Stoudemire, Nate, Bonzi. They look good. Top top three players, Enemies, Power, and Threes Company is my top three players. I mean, top three teams. Wait, Enemies, Power, and Threes Company? It's going to be my top three teams. Threes Company? Yeah, Threes Company. Threes Company. Threes Company got... Oh man, killer threes, triplets and power. Hmm. Wait, hold on. Let me say say it again. Say it again. Let me let me get what is what is what's your three? I don't got threes company nowhere in anything. Good. Killer threes. Killer threes, triplets and power. okay. He said killer three. Killer threes is a valid one. Triplets is very valid. Power is valid. I'm going to go power. Killer threes. And triplets. Power, killer threes, and triplets. I did see, uh, you know, I was upset last week because <laughs> you have to forgive me. I get a little mad about stuff. But Gennaro Pargo finally was hitting some shots. He 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 didn't do anything great, but at least he was didn't look like he looked the first week. So it makes me feel like the triplets are going to be okay. Lisa Leslie doing great with her substitutions and and making sure she's getting the right matchups. So I got those three uh, teams. Early MVP candidates. We've got uh, Catino. Uh, we've got Joe Johnson. Is there anybody else that you guys want to put in there? Definitely. Reggie Evans is not in there this week. Is there anybody else that you want to put in that, that uh, three-way MVP draw this week? I'm putting Emmett in there. Emmett. Emmett. I'm putting Emmett in there as an MVP candidate. If he stays playing the way he's been playing. Hustle. 
Oh, well, I'm man. not looking at the Emmett, regulars. Eminem ain't made four, four field goals in the game yet this season. Well, you know, watch. he's in my hometown. Just watch. That's my guy. Okay. But, uh, okay, well, just keep watching. Will, my guy will be Jamari Moon. Okay, respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah, he, got, he had a great he game this week. Back-to-back 20-point game, and he's unexpected. Like, it's unexpected for him to play like that. She made, what, three, four threes one game? Like, nah, he's... He's definitely, definitely been competing at a, le- at a level that I like. Well, guys, we're going to get out of here. Did you guys have fun? Oh, I loved it. You guys, we definitely got to have y'all link up when you come to L.A. Hustle because Hustle comes out here and visits me, uh, RJ. Please come out here, We're going to have man. to burn one. You and know, talk just, about just it. Just talk some shit. Have fun. I hope you guys have fun. I appreciate you guys joining Real quick, me. Hustle, what was your three again? Your top three teams? He's taking notes uh, so he could come trip, back with uh, this. Triplets, Power. And uh, Killer Threes, uh, Steven Jackson, Killer Threes. That's his yeah. three. My three. All right, we're gonna get out of here. I want to thank my listeners uh, for riding with me. I appreciate you guys. I will have two episodes this week. There will be one sixty eight before one sixty nine. I love you guys. Peace. Yeah, I got that water. Yeah, I got that water. I got that water. Yeah, I got that water. I got that water. Don't fuck with the badge, you see what I did to his face.